0: This episode of the Open-Ended Podcast is sponsored by Basecamp. When you use Basecamp to run projects, people know what to do, people know where things are, and you stay on top of everything all the time. I want to give a special thanks to the Chicago Podcast Co-op for hooking up our sponsors this week. And um, if you haven't noticed, podcasting is pretty expensive. So if you want to help us reach our fundraising goals, you should head over to openended.fm slash donate to throw over some change, or you become a member at patreon.com slash openended starting at $1 a month. Again, that is patreon.com slash openended. This is the Open Ended Podcast. I'm Claire Vincent.
1: And I'm James T.
2: Green new yorkers sleep with timberlands on master splinter jaden smith negro confucius 2015 Weekend dad, about to make it rain on the court and get his family back. My slam poetry will make my dad love me finally. Still, I rise. I taught Deshaun to read and gave him a bed to sleep on. Also, I drive a Prius. I could go on about these art school Negroes. Shout out to them studs who look like Manny Fresh. Social change comes when we all change our Facebook profile photos to the same image.
1: Hey, how's it going?
0: It's okay. How are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to talk a lot about me, so how yeah. are you? Yeah.
1: Well, why okay? <laughs> Nothing.
0: um, um, Last week we talked about how everything was going well with the whole New York move, well, and how I was kind of anxious about how everything was going well because I was always waiting, waiting for the other shoe to drop. Mm -hmm. Well, the shoe dropped, Mm -hmm. so um, there's some complications. Hopefully, it works itself out, but Um. yeah, it's just, it's just, yeah, like relocation. It's on that list of like the most stressful things that a person can go through. at, At number three number one is death second is divorce
1: oh and man. then it's we, relocation we are, going, we are going deep so already
0: <laughs> so like that kind of stress level it's it's documented as being you know just a thing that is intense to go through right. and i'm doing my best to you know buy my options and make sure that i don't end up getting screwed over essentially right so that's what i'm Going through right now. Um, hopefully that by this week we'll have some kind of definitive answer. But it's just, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, so I hope it goes better.
1: Ugh. I'll tell you that.
0: I mean, I can't. I mean, no. Nope, I'm ending into that statement.
1: Mm-hmm. So how about you? Um, I am tired as fuck Aww. right now. Um, Why? Mainly because like. We got a new bed frame and we thought it was a good idea to start building that bed frame at 9 Mm p.m. And of course, when it's from Ikea, you have this like Superman mentality of, oh, yeah, I can totally get this shit done in like an hour. And, you know, 3 a.m. later and running through many episodes of The Office and eating leftover Buffalo Wild Wings at midnight. (laughs) And like three beers later, you have a bed. And you're like, oh, shit, I actually have a podcast to do. So if I sound super raspy like T-Boz, then yeah. I'm totally cool with that.
0: That's fine. You just match with my raspiness. <laughs> so it's
1: cool. Yeah. But it's not as raspy oh my as our, <laughs> our guests. You really have to do we better have, with these. You know lines. what? I, you know <laughs> what? I'm, I'm, okay I'm okay with that. I'm
0: okay with that. the terribleness Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so,
1: so actually in our brand new, kind of brand new studio. We're not in a hot box as before, which it's, is great.
0: It's a cold box. It's, <laughs> it's, like it's cold. Box. It's cold. It's actually cold in here and it's um, wonderful.
1: We have David Leggett actually here. Yay.
2: David. Hey. Hello. <laughs> How, How are you doing, you? man? Good.
1: So you mind telling us a little bit about yourself?
2: Well, I am a artist here in Chicago. I have a blog called uh, Cocoa River Fud Street. <laughs>
0: Uh, <laughs> I, I, I yeah, it's really great. The name is it's so good. But the, the actual the material is great too. But sorry. yeah, the the title
2: uh, it just came to me. It yeah,
0: just, so I was like, please tell me about the origin of that title, please.
2: Yeah. Well, I wanted a title that both sounded uh, childlike and sexual at the same time. Oh my God, yes. And that's uh,
0: yes. that's so wrong on so many levels. But I love it. It's like borderline pedophilic, and I love it. <laughs>
2: And, um, me and my friend, uh, it was it was easier so you're gonna be Cocoa River Fud Street or a Twinkie Pinky Dinky, oh dude. <laughs> and, uh, but you know, oh my god, that seemed rem- a little bit too long, and oh my gosh, Twinkie's you know, a copyrighted. That name. reminds
0: me of this great Pat Nosal joke. It's like Uncle Touchy's naked puzzle basement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. And then he has this song, Uncle Touchy's naked <laughs> puzzle basement. You won't wear a shirt and you'll cry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, yeah, I
0: I completely condemned this. <laughs>
1: I actually did not know that story. So, I, so I'm, like, losing my shit right now. Yeah, so
2: I started vlogging vlog in uh, 2010. Uh, been, did an entire year. Uh, and then it, uh, I had a show at the Hyde Park Art Center mm-hmm. uh, with all the work. And uh, I come back every summer and I'll do two months. Um, and so right now, that's what I'm doing uh, right now. I have to figure out once I leave here what I'm going to draw. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, and also like a really cool thing um, about David is that um, we collaborated in like two shows, I think, right? Yeah. Um, the one... With Tempest Hazel at the Southside Community Arts Center, yeah, to be um, yeah, and I remember that was when I first met David, and it was funny because I found out about David's work through the blog. A friend sent me this Facebook message. I was still an undergrad at the time, and she was like, "You got to see this blog. Like, there's some really good drawings, and they put him and he puts them up like once uh, once a day. And he's from Chicago. I was like, Oh, let me look at this. And I had been following the blog for years. Uh, well, not years, but for as long as it was up. And then I was like, oh, yeah, like, same dude. End up in the same show. And we're in Resonant together for, like, 20 more days. <laughs> 20 more at days.
2: the
0: but, uh, yeah. At yeah, you're the, like studio buddies.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We share a studio down at the uh, Arts Incubator.
0: And a little known fact um, for the tech listeners of the podcast, a lot of those first episodes were <laughs> in that same... <laughs> Really, hollow studio, so yeah, yeah, with yeah. all
2: my stuff scattered around, yeah, yeah, which
0: is why I like was really excited to meet with you and talk with you because I saw a lot of these art pieces that you were in your most recent um art show with the incubator as it was progressing in its in its formation, it was really interesting, so I'm really happy to be able to talk with you here, oh, thanks. about that stuff
1: but it would, what- it would literally be every time we would go in to record the podcast, she would mentioned something about how the piece would be in progress and she'd be like oh look you put the new color on there and all that mm-hmm. stuff you're like oh it's Angela Davis and yeah, like yeah. just
0: getting excited about mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. art because just it you because you never really see that you just see the finished product you really see the conception of it and the actual um formation really you just mm. you see you know the end result so it was really fun for me
1: So I'm personally curious, Mm -hmm. like, how do you feel about putting work online and how is it kind of keeping up with that self-starter kind of nature of saying, all right, I got to put something out there like every day? How do you feel about that?
2: Well, when I originally started to blog, um, this was almost a kind of I have nothing going on right now. I had no shows, had nothing, and so I was like, "Well, well, well and I start my own blog. This is my 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 hope. People will see this in Chicago." Oh, really? Um, yeah, nothing. I had just did a residency uh, at Skowhegan, and uh. I um, had somewhat of a collaboration project there, which was uh, I would do drawings. It was text pieces, and I would hang them outside my window. and Skowhegan is very chatty. Uh, residencies. I knew people who walk past my window would see the text and like one of, some of the text was uh uh wet and European was one of the, the signs. <laughs> Another sign says drunken hot girls. <laughs> and um people see these as they're walking as uh, so walking advertisements. <laughs> pretty much. Um, Where are they? <laughs> so people see these as they're walking past and people think I had my, my I IPad um iPad on and um but I had it turned off during lunchtime and I would just listen to people walk past and say things. So whenever, uh, at the end of the week I would take down a sign and illustrate on top of it. So that was the collaboration without them knowing oh. it. So when I came back to, to Chicago, I, uh, I, I think I had lost my job and, uh, I had, uh, barely any money. So I bought the scanner for $90, which I did not have. And, um, I had a bunch of scrap paper, a bunch of color pencils, a bunch of ink, all the stuff that I already had. So I was like, "All right, I'm going to do this." Yeah. And then by March, I started in December 2010, March 2011. That's when the show started rolling with, uh, with uh, from the uh, based on the blog drawings. Wow, it's
0: awesome story.
1: Yeah, damn. So like, just kind of almost in the mix of like, I've got. Nothing, hey. <laughs> nothing, <laughs> nothing at all going. Nothing at all and nothing to lose
2: Nothing
1: to lose well. Yeah so like how do you feel Now like do you now feel Compelled to keep it going Now like did it end up turning into like Yo this is my public studio practice Type thing Um Because like before I used to have a Tumblr where I used to kind of do Something similar mm. Um It wouldn't be on a specific Theme but I would just post works in Progress and then I deleted it um because of like some other long story. Um so like do you now just kind of use it as like a public studio practice type thing where it's like, this is like my daily output, these are things I'm trying to work out.
2: Yeah, it's it's definitely it's become less uh it's less uh it's a word I'm looking for. It's definitely less stressful than it was when I originally started. Mm-hmm. Um where it's more freeing to do this uh, and only to do it for two months. It's kind of makes it fun for me. Yeah.
1: Um, well, it's, tell us about the two month thing that you, he uh, did.
2: Well, originally uh, <laughs> I uh, did the entire year and one of the reviews I got for the show, at the high park arts center was a really super uh, negative review from mm. a UFC student. Ooh. and uh, and you know, negative reviews happen we all get them and you should be happy you get a review at all but there was like yeah. there was some <laughs> some text in there that i just didn't care for and it really made me angry that i needed to go back and do two months yeah. and it was like i want to show show you that, like what i can do so that's how it originally started and i think that's still what i want is i, I want to show people like i still can do this i still can keep up with all these other uh, drawing blocks because there's Dozens of uh, drawing blogs, and there's definitely plenty of people who are way more clever than I am, and Mm -hmm. I I just want to. I feel it's a little bit of a competition. You want to keep doing this, you want to keep it going, and Mm -hmm. and show other people what you're doing. Yeah, and
1: I mean, like, let's be honest, you're kind of a Tumblr veteran. I would, I would kind of say, like, I remember, I think I got first got my Tumblr around like 2010 as well, and that was like the early days. Mm -hmm. And now there's like all these. (laughs) <laughs> drawing blog, uh, young bucks. You know, yeah. And now, like a lot of people on Tumblr aren't even really making stuff anymore. They're just no, like yeah. gathering everybody else's stuff. Mm-hmm. Just so, reblogging. Like, <laughs> so, yep. you have anything to say to the young bucks <laughs> out
2: there? <laughs> uh, just keep just keep drawing. Uh, um, yeah i I feel when it comes to making a blog or making any art that's automatic. Try not to be as politically correct. Just do mm. – you know, just you know, just try your best to do whatever comes naturally. I think a lot of people try to take things that are in the news right now. It's like, oh, this mm. is – I need to talk about this particular thing. It's right. like, are you really that interested in it? And you can see right, right through it. You're not really it that interested. It
0: opportunistic at some point too. Doing that just because, like, I gotta hop on this bandwagon because it's a hot topic. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, it's not necessarily sincere to a yeah. certain extent. And I feel like I, pre- I prefer a sincere effort and a sincere art piece that's coming from something within you, necessarily like something that you feel like you have to react to. Right. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of your pieces are like that.
1: Yeah. Like, you, I, I agree completely. As somebody who does end up doing things that are more like art that's more recent, you can kind of tell when someone's doing it completely out of like oh man this is like opportunity to make make like yeah. a quick buck versus something that's like really like this is really fucking with me inside i need to like make something out of it um oh man i there's, forgot what i was gonna say it was something really good <laughs> there's um, so
2: many people who had like Caitlyn jenner uh, uh pieces um, which
0: oh yeah I mean I, saw some I, of those.
2: I mean I get it if you this is something you're going through mm-hmm. but there's clearly there's so many people who are like you don't care about this at all, do you? Right. <laughs>
0: it's just like, oh, you know, transgender. That's you know, top topic. Let me hop on that and make something cool, like mm,
2: like a quick, you really care? quick buck. Right. Make a like, T shirt and yeah. yeah. Like,
0: is her life choices, you know, impacting you in a way that you need to express this? Mm-hmm. Today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Today. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, this really reminds me of like when I went to your artist talk a few days back, and you like mentioned this quote that kind of like stuck with me, and I just like wrote it down. Um, it was. Something along the lines of sometimes you have to offend to, like, get your point across or something along the lines of that. I I may have, like, totally batched your entire quote. And that, like, really reminds me about how you are inspired by a lot of comedians with your work. Yeah, Um, and...
2: Yeah, you know, just comedians doing workshopping out jokes and yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. and different. Uh, and that's
0: with like the with like the notepad on stage. Yeah, yeah <laughs> and
2: that's right, kind of right. how the, I think of the blog. It's a little bit of like workshopping ideas out. And when talking, going back to the the artist talk, just bringing up how like some of the, the early blog drawings are pretty intense, and I cringe at them now. I don't, you know, I don't you know back down from them, but at the time times like god damn it's like why was i so pissed off about something you were in your (laughs) field welcome to the open-end podcast just fielded just too much
1: yeah yeah so hmm i I wonder about that now like and this is like kind of thinking about the whole different like scope of internet conversation i feel like we're gonna get a ton of feedback for this episode (laughs) i don't even care um are you ever worried about like you're gonna put something out there and then you're gonna end up like having this like huge like ten thousand word think piece
2: written about your art. <laughs> no, I I don't think you can never – I you just never know what people are going to jump on. Um I've definitely gotten flamed a couple times, but not that badly. Um there's and it was first things so I was like, really? That's surprising. Yeah, that's uh,
0: always that's always interesting for me. Like I think um just just a reaction for this podcast too. And just like mm-hmm. would certain people certain episodes of people kind of listen to more or just rally against a rally for a rally against like, oh, that's what you're taking from that. That's mm-hmm. all right, that's interesting. So I completely understand where you're coming from with that.
2: Well, I think we live in such an interesting time now where everyone feels their opinion matters oh god <laughs> and, yeah everybody has a soapbox
0: everybody has an opinion and everyone needs to tell you how and everybody they feels they need to tell you like they're like I'm entitled to this and I'm gonna say it right now like maybe you should keep that to yourself yeah
1: mm. sometimes
2: your opinions are always yeah. <laughs> your opinions are just that your opinions I mean, why does everyone need to share your opinions
1: yeah as, as we discuss this on a podcast that is just about good our opinions, opinions. Yeah,
2: exactly <laughs>
0: We talk. We talk. We we'll talk. I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. We're full of contradictions here. Yeah. Now, do you ever like have instances where um, people will kind of look at your work and say like, oh, like they don't know that you're black, you know what I mean? And they're like, oh, you're saying all this like racially charged things because you don't have any kind of like identifying things on your site or anywhere that's like hey I'm a black male talking about these things and especially if you're on Tumblr and you're like in the dashboard section you might just see something scroll about and they'll think like oh this white dude's talking about this stuff let's like flame him you know what I mean like I had an instance with my um, my CSS Black Lives Matter t-shirt happen where somebody um, just like had a photo of it and it got passed around as, like, oh, this white person's doing this, like, really <laughs> fucked up shit about this movement, like, so white privilege of you type thing. And then, like, it uh, eventually got around to me after it had, like, 60 retweets. And I was like, hey, I'm behind this. This is where the profits are going. And then they were like, shut up. And then they shut up really quickly and apologized. So have you ever had anything like that happen with your stuff?
2: Well, it's funny you bring that up. I had the the one uh, Twitter uh, thing I had uh, was uh, there's a drawing that's uh, um, I'm a, it said I'm a proud black woman and I hate David Leggett and which was uh, cl- <laughs> <laughs> clearly I, I was just joking about the whole time. I'm a Can proud to a T-shirt because <laughs> yeah. I
0: want that. <laughs>
2: That would that would be really good. Cool. So um, yeah, I think uh, one of the, those uh, contemporary uh, art uh, uh, black blogs uh, on Tw- uh, Tumblr uh, reposted this uh, thing, and so it got around. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I'm familiar so- with that blog. Yeah. someone uh, on Twitter had seen it, and they had did a very sloppy Google search of me, and. Since there's more than one David Leggett... my last name's because- rare, but my first name obviously is not. So there's right. several uh, David Leggetts out there, and she just saw like the first one, which is this uh, white blogger from North Carolina. Oh, crap. and, um, <laughs> and we—I I don't. I'm sure maybe he gets uh, emails uh, about me, and I get so occasionally get emails about him. It's like no, no, you got the wrong person. But she she clearly thought that this was uh, a white person. Uh, this never got brought to me, but she was uh, in a Twitter conversation with her friends, and she was just wanting to know why is this white person making uh, these uh, these drawings? And then, it, then it got like clearly her own personal anger about uh, projecting. Uh, yeah, it was, it was it was strange, but I, I copied and pasted. I mean, um. Took a screenshot. It's one of my favorite uh <laughs> things. someone said oh about me. Oh my god, that's yeah.
0: so awesome! Yeah, I i went probably have to talk to you after that. I'm like, hmm, so I could get that image put on a T-shirt. <laughs> I love, I love, I love
1: that. Person. Oh yeah, yeah. No, you should definitely make a print of that shit. <laughs> so that Please. would be dope. So I take it you definitely have like a folder of of screenshots. Yeah,
2: <laughs> the, and uh, and I do. I, I take a lot of screenshots. I mean, uh, and go again, going back to the lecture. um yeah. Like I really love the comment sections on YouTube and WorldStar. Yeah. They're so good. Some yeah. people are very funny in their in their hatreds. Like, oh wow, you are like they yeah. could be good comedians if they just focus uh, that hatred.
1: Yeah. Again, you said something like that too, and I remember writing that down. You were like, I don't ignore the comment section because it's the reality. It's it's human. It's, how it's feel. humanity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that something that's like new, or did you, have you always like kind of found interest in like these public forums where people just can like spew whatever it is they want?
2: Um, I've always been interested, and in um, when I first was doing uh, text work, I would take a lot of text from people walking in the streets. People just having conversations. And it's like, oh, that's interesting. I'll jot that down. Well, now it's just. I'll just, uh, do screenshots. <laughs> a little, a little lazy. I don't want to do the whole entire uh, people on the street.
1: What was the f- uh, best comment you've ever read in the comment section? Like, if you could think of one right off the back. Oh man, I can't
2: think of it, so many. Um, <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I can't think of one right now. Oh man,
1: yeah. I think my favorite. Is um, It was some kind of conspiracy theory about how Blue Ivy was connected not only to the Illuminati, but um, also was involved in the death of Whitney Houston. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was like at least like two paragraphs worth connecting somehow like that. It was it was awesome.
0: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm trying to think of one right now. Um, there is a similar thing where it was, like, a conspiracy theory, and Mm -hmm. my favorite reaction was just this guy, he, like, put in, like, 72-point font
1: and just put, nope. (laughs) (laughs) Was there a period at the end of nope?
0: No, just nope. (laughs) (laughs) And it was perfect i was like and and i liked like ed lake <laughs> no, yeah because it was just like it was like a it was like a like a third like it was like five like a 500 pa- um 500 word like comment mm. and it's just like simple nope was just perfect nice. so yeah that's my favorite one and that was an av club thing
1: nice so do you have anything else coming up uh, you know what's next after our residency is over <laughs> it's literally like gonna be over real it's soon. almost mm-hmm. over it's yeah.
2: scrambling for a new studio um in the fall of uh next year i have a big show at uh, gallery 400 and it's kind of already really pulling out my hair like oh mm-hmm. god what's gonna, what's gonna go in this thing is it solo yeah nice congrats thanks
1: Is it gonna be showing like real big um like big real big painting works or just works on paper
2: uh, it, it's a probably a mixed bag right now. I don't know exactly. I know I want to show um, those Whoopi Goldberg uh, prints that I've never shown. Oh yeah, yeah. kind of saving those for like just. A, it has to be a particular show.
1: Yeah, I'm really weird when it comes yeah. to things like that. Can you talk anything about the show, or are you kind of keeping on the wraps for now?
2: Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. I really don't even know what's gonna what's gonna go in. All right. Yeah. Cool, cool,
1: cool. Well, thanks for stopping on by, man. Thank you. Thanks for having really me. Great. Yeah.
0: So, me and James are digging this really great podcast this week. It's called Your Chicago. Twice a month, hosts Stefania and Arden chat with folks who make Chicago's legendary food, keep our streets safe, star in our shows, organize our festivals, play our unique music, and more. That is Your Chicago here on the Chicago Podcast Cooperation.
1: Sure?
0: Nope. What time is it? Are you
1: sure you do not know what time it is? anything
0: a reminder. What time is it?
1: All right. Well, I' looking at the time. I'm looking, and it's definitely open call time. Open call time. Open call time. Open call time! <laughs> so we can start with our guests. So yes. you don't bogart in. <laughs> so David, what are you digging this week?
2: Well, uh, yesterday, me and my girlfriend, uh, we went to uh, Waukegan to go to a flea market, and definitely interesting interesting buys we made, and very interesting people, uh, several people we kept bumping into who seemed to like us just a little bit too much, uh, a lot of hangers-on, and a lot, uh, my girlfriend has sleeve tattoos, and uh, one of the guys who we met in the parking lot who was older. Uh, kept uh talking about uh, getting koi fish and how Buddha that would be Buddha of her to get these things. Very strange. Very <laughs> I'm strange I'm loving
0: that they use the word Buddha as like a <laughs> as
1: a verb. As a verb. As a verb, right or adjective. I'm sorry. We kept running into them too it's like oh god yeah. damn it's stuff all us. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> oh man, what are you digging, Cher?
0: Um, I'm digging in rooftops this week. <laughs> um, I had an incident I talked about last week about it on the rooftop, but um, it's come around. And now I'm kind of grateful for them just because I did a rooftop pain on Friday and one last night. And they're both really therapeutic for me. And I think it just comes along when it's like something that kind of can be bad for you. Not bad for you, but like you have a, a bad incident, you can revisit it and make it into a positive. So for me, rooftops and getting to see like the beautiful skyline of Chicago. Which, if anyone hasn't seen it like up close, you guys should come to Chicago and look at it because it's 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 probably my favorite skyline. I've been to I've been to a lot of sky. I've seen a lot of skylines in my in my day, and that's my favorite. It's just pretty. It's spread out, and yeah, it's nice. So rooftops. Cool. How about you, James?
1: My digging for this week is <laughs> so I have a Friday vice. Um, I do nothing on Fridays but stay indoors with um, what are you calling Sine this week? She's your partner, one. wife. She's your person. Yeah, so your right, person. Well, yeah, so my person. Yeah. Last last week was what? Main squeeze. Main squeeze. <laughs> so now person, person of interest. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Moving person <on>. of interest. <laughs> <laughs> Sine um, is. Our Friday thing is we stay indoors, we make dinner or order out um and and we watch what would you do <laughs> 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 the the fun ABC show. It's really featuring <laughs> John Kinu it is. Um, it is it is my oh man. It's so good. I love the episode if we're,
0: <laughs> where he like his son was there and his girlfriend was like jealous because like the the server was like hitting on him hard. Yeah. Oh so uh, man.
1: Yeah. If if we are if we are early if we have an early night we catch Shark Tank beforehand. Oh um, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> yes. But. <laughs> But what would you do if you are unfamiliar with this show? It is like the perfect thing to watch while like uh, um at least like two cups of wine in, especially like after like a stressful Friday and you just end up yelling at the T V talking about, Why didn't you do this? You're so stupid you're like slightly racist mm-hmm. <laughs> type stuff um, just so just like a wiki it what would you do featuring John can it is yeah
0: just putting people in situations where yeah. they um, don't necessarily know they're being monitored like it's it's very topical stuff like yeah. you'll have like um, like one of the most famous ones is this white girl she was in a at a black owned barbershop. And she was doing oh, yeah. hair, and how the black women were kind of like, "I don't want you doing my hair and then kind of not no no, it was it was she was a boyfriend, she was a girlfriend of one of um the barbers, and he was coming in there and getting shaved from like all the other guys and how the black women were kind of you know interacting with that, and just that kind of um that tension between that just because they thought oh, so she's a white girl, so she's obviously better than me, or or just not that at all, and just having that kind of tension and how the black women were kind of rallying, rallying around her and supporting the white woman. And there was a black woman who was like, you think you're better than me because you're white? And so it was just that kind of a reaction to... Those tensions, but yeah, um, it's a great show. There's a lot of different scenarios. A lot of it has to do with her own race, I think. At least the last few episodes that I've witnessed. I think that's why I like it. Yeah, it's really it's, but it's good though, and it's not, and it's in a, it's in a real a, a realistic kind of situations, and not necessarily, you know, trying to stir the pot necessarily. But
1: No oh, yeah, sometimes they do. Sometimes
0: yeah. they do, but just watch it. Yeah, it's really fun. <laughs> if you like what you heard on this last episode of the open-ended podcast please give us a shout out on itunes either by rating us a five star so we can get higher in the charts or leaving a review we really appreciate it until next time keep things open-ended
2: new yorkers sleep with timberlands on master splinter (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh wait, 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 oh, sorry,